say, Colin? <laughs> you know, for me, you're in the future. Like, uh, like a man on the moon or in a tin pan. Welcome to the Eat Radio Podcast. And here's your host, Colin Pope from Eat Magazine. Welcome back to the next part of our journey as we make our way around the island looking for oysters, wallabies and who knows, I might get to see a seal. We've got this fantastic winter sun that will give us hopefully some great shots and of course our guide Ben Andrews is giving us an insight into island life. multi-purpose hall and of course every town in Tassie needs a bowls club and like all bowls club and RSL you've still got to wear your closed shoe and your collar and sign in and so here we go we're going in search of the white wallaby or Bennett's wallaby and we're heading up now past the long grasses and just beyond the tea tree and so we're off the beaten track and so we might be lucky um, we've only just arrived on the island we haven't been here that long so we might be really lucky to be able to see one let's go in search of the white wallaby yeah no kangaroos on island, just Bennett's wallabies and Rufus wallabies. And Rufus wallabies, their other name is the paddy melon. A little bit smaller than the Bennett's wallaby. There's some good trout in there. Yes. Can you go through Yeah. So just past these houses, we'll get into a bit of a woodland or a grassy area, pretty lagoon-like environments. There's a bit of a, a vein of um, tight young tea tree amongst the grasses. And this is where we'll see the uh, wallabies, the brown and gray ones for sure. Uh, but we'll, we're looking for the pure white one. And when we talk pure white uh, uh, paddy melons or uh, Bennett's wallabies, we're, we're understanding they have a, a um, a DNA defect or lack of manolin in their DNA, the pigment that gives colour to skin and also in their eyes. There is. Well when we're when we're educated, we're not we don't use the albino characteristic. We talk we talk about their um, the similar qualities. Yes, they've got the red eyes, which you're peering into their blood vessels uh, and their, their white fur. And because of their uh, lack of pigment, if you like, um, especially with the eyes, um, they're really shy to um, direct sunlight um, and their eyesight isn't the best, but they, they know we're here and uh, the hearing's pretty, pretty tuned in. You see a couple of the other brown and grey there. But they love this tall grassland and uh, especially on a, an overcast dewy morning um, they'll eat the little fresh buds off the, the, the flowering grasses and natives. So 
the conversation I regularly have with those that um, have never been to Australia or or Tasmania, um, that the the kangaroo and the wallaby are are somewhat pests to farmers. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but in Queensland, some of these large uh, farming operations are, are really having trouble with large numbers of kangaroo. Same down in Tasmania. Some of the farmers are, are you know, uh, having problems with the wallaby. And uh, when there is a cull, um, some people aren't happy. But if you understand or educate yourself around that, um, you know, one wallaby will eat as much as five sheep. Uh, so they, they are a, just trying to move, sorry, I just thought we could have seen him. Yeah, we'll have so another opportunity. Are they not farming the kangaroo meat in Tasmania? There are kangaroos in Tasmania, but not on Bruni. They're not farming them in Tasmania. There is a couple of operations in on the mainland of Australia, um, but again, they are they go through vigorous uh, regulation because they're uh, they're always understanding the um, their weakness genes to some of the disease that they attract. So regulation is pretty pretty strict. But if you go to the local butchers. Uh, in Tasmania and in Australia, you'll see wallaby and uh, kangaroo on the. I've never seen wallaby in Sydney. Okay. It's usually the smaller operators. There's a couple of little guys in there, constantly breeding. The mothers constantly got the the babies in the pouches. I've noticed uh, three or four white ones in this little location. Out in the fields, you'll see them too. Jumping across the. I don't know whether I'm noticing it more. There's one through the trees. Vaguely, just. Wow. Hang on, I'll just come back a little bit. Can you see him through there? Like a bit of a ghosty kind of amongst the dense tea tree hmm. oh there's another one there's oh, a couple of oh them. hang on it's like a whole family oh there yes yes is there a better look at him just oh, I can't was it better going back here? Come back a little bit. Tell me when. Now, just about there. We'll just oh. forward a tiny bit in that gap. Can you see him? Can you see him? Oh. Oh, oh, he just moved his head. Yeah. How close can you get with that lens? And so we so did we get to see one. And yeah. well, actually, we got to see a couple of white wallaby, which was which was great, actually. And I did manage to get a picture in the distance uh, so you can keep an eye out for that on our instagram that'll be coming out later we'll be showing more and more photos of this trip uh, later on through time so if you keep an eye on instagram you'll be able to see him and her there so when the sun's out you know their ears just glow red and their little noses that's amazing 
but 80% of the chance that if they breed with a brown and grey one, you will just get the brown and grey one. It's a, yeah. Someone said the other day, oh yeah, like humans, right? So when humans have large families, there might be a redhead. I said, ah, oh, I don't know about that, mate. <laughs> Yeah. So isn't it strange that there's so many of them? There is another location uh, which you can see th uh, four or five, I think. But we're seeing more and more coming but through. But you think that the white would eventually disappear if they went into breeding? Yeah. They're saying the. This one up the right up the back there, right up the back on that little hill. Yeah. Carl's going for a bike ride. Oh, that one. That's that's actually a Bruni Island wombat. No, no. I think that's a um, a Shih Tzu, isn't it? I don't know whether it's a native Shih Tzu or. It looks very natural on the landscape. Yes. This guy's put his wallaby proof fence up, but sometimes I can't get out. Wow. He's doing quite a bit of clearing up the back there. Yeah. I don't know what. Sorry? It's a wallaby proof fence, how did it get in? Yeah, there's a few holes up the back here. must have been in there when he was putting it up. Oh, you are English, aren't you? Yeah, that's good, that's good. And of course there's a large number of kangaroos in many parts of Australia and so it's interesting to get an understanding of how much of the land you can see wildlife in Australia, the different ideas people have around wildlife and the whole, I guess, interchange of uh, people on the land, animals on the land and uh, yeah, it's been a really interesting trip through Tasmania. I'm sharing this Bruni uh, part with you and so I look forward to showing you more in terms of, I guess, the relationships that people have on the land like as well that. no he would he yeah he, he leaves them to come and go you know they come in for that fresh grass sorry so this road was built by forestry those years ago when there was a lot of activity in the industry and if you're aware of the the community in Tasmania you've got the uh, timber industry and the environmentalists and just briefly I don't like talking politics but you understand the climate at the moment uh, the environmentalists won the, the latest battle and they uh, they uh, sent the timber industry with questions asking about what whether it would be necessary to have another pulp mill so but it's watch this space isn't it anyway forestry have allowed us to use their uh, road which uh, you'll notice that there's quite a few um, roads leading off into coops um, but before we head over Mount Mangana um, you'll notice the rainforest environment through here very dense bush the blackwood sassafras and 
day as we climb up you'll see some of the old white gums but there'll be a few potholes along the way it is the best road over Mount Mangana just bear with me with the potholes and I'll try and get all of them for you guys up the back and so the climate of course is perfect for the rainforest here it's very dense bush and uh, as you just heard we are now heading up uh, over the potholes as we go looking for the big birds no seals I haven't seen any seals yet but we're heading up over the hill now looking for these big birds and keep looking out for the big birds recently I've been seeing them the wedgies, wedge-tailed eagles up in some of the big dead eucalypt. And this is when you really get to know you're on safari, this stretch of land. Thanks for joining us with our guide, Ben. And of course, we've got a whole uh, tour bus of people. And uh, Ben is just one of the many fantastic guides. And so this is just a reminder that Bruni Island is only around 100 kilometers long. It's about half the size of Singapore and has a population of just over 600. And so as time goes by, more and more photographs will be released on the podcast. And you can see those at eatmag.com that's e-a-t-t-m-a-g.com and if you want more details on the safari tour you can go to www.bruniislandsafaris.com that's b-r-u-n-y-i-s-l-a-n-d-s-s-a-f-a-r-i-s.com and we look forward to catching you next time cheers if you're a listener in the US, you can simply text the word EATMAG, which is E-A-T-T-M-A-G. And if you want that in Echo, uh, Art, Technology, Travel, M for Maggie, A for Apple, G for Grapple, uh, it's EATMAG. And you can text that if you're in the US now to 1480-41814. If you're in Australia, you simply text the word EATMAG to 61428479700. If you're in the United Kingdom, in the UK, Scotland, England, Wales, you can text Ireland as well. You can text EATMAG to 447903567718. And if you're in Canada, you can simply text EATMAG to 15878000. 4323. And you can just replay those numbers. I know it sounds like there's a lot of numbers in there, but wherever you are, you can just text EatMag from those four countries if you're in there, and we'll um, send you some instructions and you can basically subscribe to our updates that way. So, really pleased to finally get that off the ground. And uh, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.